0: Production. I was 10 and I got cold really easily. I wore like two pairs of socks, thermal pants, flannelette pyjamas and I had my dad's warm fleece over the top. My mum's family was staying with us. We called them the Tahitians and my dad always said that they invaded our house but only dad was allowed to say that. They huddled around our tiny oil heater in the centre of our living room, all in various states of dress, they were speaking French and Tahitian to each other, not to me, and I was bored. So I I put on my raincoat, and I went outside. The surf was vicious. You know, bits of tree and wood were snatched from their precarious position on the cliff, and taken out to sea. And for some reason, I wanted to get even closer to the action. So I started to wind my way down our vertical path. Rain was stinging my hands and my face. You know, waves were exploding across the cliff. Bits of salt clung to the small hairs in my nostrils. Wind and rain buffeted me, threatening to dislodge me. And I felt, <laughs> I felt alive. And so I just kept creeping down the cliff closer and closer to the ocean. There was salt water swirling around below me, frothing bubbles of fizz, eddying their way over the bumps and lumps of the platform. And I surveyed the scene before me. And right there, right in the middle of the rock platform, I spotted a fish, flipping and flapping all over the rock. It was very much alive, and even to the untrained eye of a ten-year-old girl, it was in a state of panic. I watched as another wave rolled in, pushing the fish towards the cliff and away from the ocean. The ocean migrated back into itself. I heard my dad say it was a 15 second swell. 15 seconds. And so I made a snap decision. I leapt down from my precarious hardy hole, running across the gushing rock platform. I could see the next wave bulging up, teetering against the weight of all of the cubic litres of water it contained. Faster and faster I went. I grabbed the fish and it slipped out of my hands. I grabbed it again and for just a moment looked into its eye. It didn't talk, but I knew that it was grateful that someone had found it. And the wave could no longer balance and it broke, falling all over itself, surging towards us. And I started to run towards the wave. Close enough now, I laid the fish down and I said goodbye, turning to go before the wave could reach me. I could feel it behind me and I ran. I ran as fast as my spidery skinny legs could take me. With the sea roaring and the sky pouring, I jumped up and grabbed onto the cliff, pulling my legs in towards me. The wave smashed against a cliff, but it didn't get me. And with a heavy breath, salt and exhilaration pumping through my lungs, I looked back. Mr. Fish, he was gone. He was home. No action to take today, just a memory I wanted to share with you. Thanks for listening to Tarea Pitt's Pep Talk. Follow to get new pep talks every day. Listener.